0: Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Dick. I have a very special guest with me. DJ Chauncey D is in the house. Welcome. Thank you. So I've known Chauncey for how many years have you we um Well, I've, I've been working there for six now. So okay, six so years. it's about the time when I started. Uh, we met at Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to read off some of Chauncey's accolades. <laughs> Your last name, do you care if I share it? Yeah, sure. Dandridge. Yeah. Like Dorothy Dandridge. It's uh,
1: j- uh, no relation, just a friend. Just that's, a friend. That's my, my tagline.
0: I love that. (laughs) So, what what is that real name? That's your (laughs) state. We won't release his real name, but Chauncey Dandridge. You know, he's had Chauncey Dandridge. I was like, oh my God, is he related? And then I realized (laughs) it's probably some stage name, just like my stage name, which I do not mention because, anywho. Um, So I'm not a porn star, just saying. Not yet. Don't release that last name. He doesn't have an OnlyFans page yet. Okay. Um, So Chauncey has been doing a lot of work up in the community uh he is one of our hostess with the us yep. doing shows uh at stonewall mm-hmm. uh v- i would say variety shows yes, yes yes it's better than what's her name on housewives of new york what does she say she's the um she does like bodville uh well there's i mean sometimes there's there's mm-hmm. an aspect of that but, but um, she's she's not good I don't I don't watch those I refuse to watch those shows. I do.
1: And she's she's not my ex used to watch those shows, so they've been banned in my life. Okay. So
0: there's a little bit of a sensitivity right now (laughs) with those. Uh, so Chauncey has had sixteen years in his career. That's a long time. Sixteen years as a DJ, yeah. Yeah. Almost seventeen next month. DJ November, yeah. November will be my seventeenth anniversary. He DJs uh, Rock Bar, which uh, we need to give the folks. It's Down By... Down By The Water. Down By The Water. Do you remember it's that It's the last song? bar on Christopher Street before you yes. hit the piers. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fun. Yeah. So it's nice. Lots of good drag queens. Yeah, I just
1: started a new party there. That's actually a reboot of an old party I did mm-hmm. where I play um, um, 80s and 90s music. Sure. <clears throat> it's called yeah. Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. That's the name of the party. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's the third Wednesday of every month.
0: And he does the Madonna annual worship night celebration. Yeah. I can do a Madonna song. Well, next year. So you'll next, be on next year, a, on, year maybe I will come in. Chauncey and I I've performed at the Freak Out a few times. They do that once a month, yeah. Yeah, it's been good. And and it's, it's such a great show because it's not it's so many great people it's a nice mix are there and it's kind of a workshop
1: people can kind of do what they want mm-hmm. if they've been itching to do something they've never done before they they have the, the sure. chance to
0: yeah and do you were you there do,
1: doing the sound for taylor swift I wasn't. I was actually having a, a Madonna release party across town.
0: Oh, and I nice. got
1: notification that it was happening. I was like, "Whoa!" But Madonna showed up. To yeah, I was there. I was. I was Madonna's like? New Year's Did Eve. Did you like almost piss your pants? Strangely enough, as psychotic of a fan I am, I was
0: so calm and collected. It kind of made me nervous. Watch out what you say about Madonna, people. He yeah. might defriend you. Yeah, well. I might. Un- <laughs> I thought there was, like, this weird thing, and then all of a sudden I did not see Chauncey (laughs) up on my list, and we had to come to... I mean, it is... I was
1: dealing with a barrage of, like, just negativity from New Year's Eve, because she did a beautiful thing on New Year's Eve. Sure, She showed up to kick off the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, and all people could talk about was whether she had butt implants, so...
0: Well, that's not
1: nice. I think that's something you, you might have said something. Or you just caught my wrath. That, yeah, that I we, was
0: like, Taylor Swift is amazing. No, this was way before Taylor oh, Swift. I did. Well, I unfriended you like in January. We had to clear the air about that. <laughs> so he like defriended, then we became friends again. But you know, he well, does, we are friends in real
1: life. That's that's more
0: important. Sure, you like uh, social media, whatever. But you know, one of the things that he has been teaching for. Drag shows, for cabaret performances, for parties. He will do your bar mitzvah <laughs> if you want. I have to cross that off my list because I haven't done one yet. <laughs> Everybody needs to do those. You know, I, I, I performed once at a Mormon baptism. Wow. And that was interesting. Good grief. It was a culturally competent a experience. Mormon baptism. I didn't even know they baptized. Uh, they do in the name of Moroni, <laughs> the angel. <laughs> anyway, um, so he's been doing his thing. He, you know, one of the things is is that if you want to catch his weekly radio mix show, which is if you're into the house music and is it house? Yeah, it's usually house. Yeah. Okay. Then you just. Go on to it's Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is that um, what where is that through? That's uh, bboxradio.com,
1: and that's and the, the show is called The Sada Mighty Show, mm-hmm. and it's uh, an hour long mix show of um, some of my favorite dance tunes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. it's a good way because a, a lot of my gigs these days, um, I have to kind of either play with the drag shows and stuff like that, so this sure. actually lets me be creative. And play the music that I love. Right, because there's not much when Maria... Yeah, a lot of the kids want to hear um, like pop music, like top 40. Sure. So with this radio show, I get to just keep keep uh, exercising my, my love for dance music.
0: Yeah, so if you want to dance on a... It's bboxradio.com every Thursday at 8 p.m. Yeah, and if you want to follow him on Instagram, because all the kids are on That's Instagram. That's what it's all about, Instagram. They love me, and that's they're gonna love you. <laughs> you it's uh, at DJ Chauncey C H A U N C E Y D. DJ Chauncey D, and that is where you can find him. And he's always posting a good picture up there. Well, that's um, that's my other other account that you can find oh. if you go there. Okay, so well, it, it'll show you
1: what my personal account is. If yes. you want to follow me there for the occasional um underwear shot sure
0: (laughs) that's what he does and he is a proud he is a a, he is proud i'm a proud chubby boy sure and And that's that is why we are here today so let's let's dig in (laughs) let's Let's, dig in let's talk about yeah
1: um well, well one of the things i do every every year is i help uh promote and produce the uh annual urban bear weekend which started about i think we're on our 12th year I just I just jumped on board maybe the last (coughs) maybe the last six or seven years helping out with the actual production of the events I I DJ we have a street fair um, on Little West 12th Street in the the Meatpacking District but there's all events leading up to it.
0: So for the folks back home, they're like, "What's a bear? What's a cub? What's an otter?" I know. We need to break down the animal kingdom is just ever
1: expanding. It's um, a bear. I consider
0: myself a penguin. You, are you a penguin? <laughs> Not a penguin. i seen... Is t- it a penguin or a penguin? Penguin. Penguin. I, I don't... How do you say it? I say it, penguin. In, in Indiana, we pronounce all the consonants and the mm. vowels. So, penguin. Okay. But it may be penguin. I just say penguin. Okay, penguin, penguin, same thing. My Jersey
1: accent just says penguin. Sure.
0: Mm. I'm kind of like... I would say I got my dad bod... A little bit again. No, you're kind of you're you're slim, you're tall. I, well, it's because I've been taking these fat burner pills and you know, like <laughs> working out at the gym around it's called the corner. Adderall, Adderall so the fat burners. Just to let you know, we are here in Astoria with uh, Alan, Bob. Al is... He is having himself some, he might, like, I think he ate some plastic. That's what he does. <laughs> but if you hear the trains going by, it's because the train's that's right behind what you us. pay for for $2,400 a month you in Astoria. pay Storia. for the, the urban uh, jungle realness. So I'm a, So let's break it down first okay. before we are like, so there's a, the bear. There's the bear. The bear is usually a bigger guy, a little of a
1: certain age. Mm-hmm. Um, usually hairy. Most, you yeah, know, definitely hairy. Um, kind of uh, if you recall the grunge in the 90s they kind of have that kind mm-hmm. of wardrobe aesthetic a lot of flannel a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of a lot, lot of tattoos you know kind of like a truck driver but in a more sophisticated way
0: there's nothing wrong with the truck driver no there's nothing wrong with the okay. truck driver or a mailman or a UPS man I um, know as you were coming into my apartment you said yeah, you're a your your mailman your what mailman was he is, what is was hunky? he in the
1: he had some packages he had to deliver. I don't know. Oh, he sure did. <laughs> <But then> de- <laughs> he had nice calves. I'm, I'm a leg man, so I love a nice calf. A nice calf. Yeah.
0: So bears are kind of like these burly. Burly. Uh, I guess a little on the hyper masculine uh-huh. side,
1: you know, definitely like the beer drinkers. Definitely uh, into rock and roll.
0: Mm-hmm. Lately,
1: they've been more into like the pop music because uh you know, being a bear wasn't as socially accepted maybe about 10, 15 years ago. So
0: that would have been like the, uh, we're in 2019. Like so the late early 90s, early early
1: 2000s. Mm-hmm. It was a little more, um, the muscle boys were in vogue back then. Mm-hmm. And then what branched out in the gay community, especially in New York City, is from the muscle bears, the retaliation or the the, the answer to that were the twinks. Which are like very young so boys. There's looking. a war here. Yeah, yeah. The Twinks came out of that and the Bears came out of that.
0: Okay, there's so many terms flying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, I, when I was in Indiana, I did this show. We called it The Plaids and Scarves, and the gay guys wore the plaid, the scarves, and the lesbians wore the plaids. Let's just <laughs> say if you want to get famous, well, I'm not famous, but if you want to have a good show, you book with a lesbian <laughs> and it was all plaid and yeah there was like a few scarves yeah i feel
1: like the bears are lesbians with with penises lesbian baby.
0: up in park slope yeah yeah so so the twinks
1: came out of that and the bears came out of that and the twinks were always kind of the popular little little kids you know they very sure. very young uh, even when they get older, they still pretend that they're young. So it's kind of like a, a very boyish looking creature of the sure. night. Whereas the bears kind of uh, preferred looking like a little more distinguished older gentleman. That was like sure. the aesthetic. So now,
0: do you have to be older
1: to be a bear? I mean, you you have to be... A, I, I guess a younger bear would be considered a cub. A younger bear Oh, a cub. Like a like a bear in training would be a cub.
0: A bear in training. So like you start out as a cub,
1: like when I was younger I was a cub, I was a little thinner and still hairy and just had that fresh outlook on life. So you were like a cub. Yeah, we were we, most bears were cubs at so one point. So are
0: cubs attracted to bears?
1: Um there there's definitely like a Is
0: that like the aspiration? There's definitely life? like
1: a bear cub uh dichotomy is that the word or uh, yeah
0: uh, do you remember the show bear city the, the movie right yeah yeah I there's, there's the, like part one the, and part two i know the director and mm-hmm. the producer yeah
1: i was I met any them of any of them, a
0: long time ago i met the guy yeah he was the, the director they're, they're they're great um very
1: campy bears have a sense of campiness definitely i
0: know yeah. and i want to get all into that campiness can yeah. i tell a funny story yeah of course so when my parents were here we went and saw share the musical Share the music mm-hmm. and my dad he said to me and he's kind of giggling he says i think i got hit on <laughs> and then i like my dad is kind of a bear uh-huh. right like so he is so like a motorcycle ride in you're gonna be a bear when you get older yeah and he when you become an adult when i become an adult but he he said and i said to him it's because you look like a bear dad <laughs> it just is you know, so the twinks and the bears did he, are. In did like, he get his number? Did he get the guy's number? Or? No, my dad's straight. <laughs> my dad's a minister. Oh my god, a tri- but he's very minister. good. They're very good. That's a whole other segment. But well, they went to see the Cher show, so they have to be they somewhat did. Uh, open-minded. It was a, that was a great show, but that we took them for their first musical. And my, I would say, like, my dad, he kind of gets the wink, wink when he's in the gay bar. Oh, okay. I think I went there, and Palo was working, and I brought my parents in, and that's funny, yeah, so they're you know whatever, but so so the bears and the and the twinks are having a they don't really mix,
1: they don't really mix very well very I know often. what it's do you think
0: is what do you think that's is it like i
1: think I think there are some twinks who have the daddy issues and they do they are attracted to bears,
0: uh-huh, mm-hmm. but I
1: don't know whether bears I don't know too many bears that are into twinks
0: okay so it's like a
1: one-sided love affair
0: right so there's lots of twinks that are into so twinks are like younger younger looking boyish looking um usually thin
1: hairless uh and i mean we're we're going for major stereotypes here we're not you know mm-hmm. there's a lot more blending going on in 2018 sure. but originally it was like very like twinks like britney and twinks like you know you know sure Christine Aguilera and
0: you know. I think there's like this association with masculinity and femininity. Yeah, and like there's like a boyish charm that comes along with a twink whereas
1: a cub is like sure. a, a hairy twink, you know. Sure. With a beard.
0: And like what did you go from twink I was to never a, cub. a twink.
1: I was never ever a twink.
0: Right. I was a cub when I was in high school pretty much.
1: Nice. Which is like cool. I had a I had a I grew a beard my senior year in high school. Mm-hmm.
0: So I've always been a hairy, hairy dude. Well, I'm just a penguin. You're yeah, just a penguin. You waddle. I and you wear tuxedos waddle. often. Sure. <laughs> professional, professional gay hair. This is a penguin. And so, so now, like, you. so what is that? So you now, in your identification, you identify as a... Well, I'm identified as a bear.
1: Like, a bear. But I don't really like to pigeonhole myself mm-hmm. um, I mean of course physically I look like a bear and I, I, sure. I act like a bear but I'm like I'm more of like I've always been that kid even in high school that was friends mm-hmm. with the cheerleaders the nerds the football players the actors the drama club people I was friends with everyone so even now my, mm-hmm. my circle of friends is super broad really, Sure, as it always has been but obviously People know me in the bear community because I mm-hmm. DJ a lot of the events. I help produce a lot of the events. Sure. Um. And I get you know I get wild and drunk sometimes
0: at the events and. I, get, I know I, get, I went I, to Folsom one year. Did you just like randomly like walked in? And you were like doing the DJ. Event. Yeah, F- Folsom's a whole
1: nother animal because Folsom is uh is part of like the leather fetish community, mm-hmm. which is even more you know mm-hmm. more cut mm-hmm. up into into. Mm-hmm. into levels and hierarchies and all that kind of stuff but uh, so tell
0: me about that
1: well um Folsom east is it's an offshoot of the Folsom street festival that happens in san francisco okay it's a it's a leather fetish uh s and m sure b d s m uh uh like street festival that happens every year and mm-hmm. the one in the one that happens in new york is not directly related but it's you know it takes sure it's, so we have a we usually have like a bunch of performers on the stage which, how
0: know, do i get up on the stage we should get you up there yeah. i know
1: it would be like you have to do something like definitely like i would play a little play more upbeat than than, than tori amos. Yeah, because i, I was if would, at, i don't know i was there might have to put
0: you in early there was a somebody <laughs> there that was like performing some tori amos and i was like oh
1: we can get you up there, especially when you when you're in your character. You're very you have a very subversive. Uh, I know, look it's very
0: subversive. Sometimes. So my other you don't alter talk about ego, that. you, know? but you don't about, talk about that? But my character? Yeah. So I got my idea when my character came out when I was seeing Fiona Apple, uh-huh. and that bitch, like <laughs> she will take you on a ride. Have you seen her live? I'm trying to remember. And she was like. You couldn't tell whether she was, like, going to cry, whether she was happy. So it, you really get into, like, the character. and Yeah. Yeah. You know. So anyways, I digress. So you were playing at the Folsom Street. So you DJ at the Folsom Street. Yeah, it's, Street it's, it's
1: mostly that um, we, we have some time to DJ in the beginning and at the end mm-hmm. and a little bit in the middle. But it's sure. mostly teching, the, the actual uh, performances. Yeah,
0: and it's so... You get a lot of rock
1: rockers and, you know, like, there's some, sure. you know, burlesque performers. And sure. as the years have gone on, it's changed as well. It used to be more bands and more, uh, a little more subversive stuff, but they're kind of... Everything is mainstreaming now, so it's kind of weird. It's like even the bears mm-hmm. are becoming mainstream. You see them on television, you see them... You know, acting in movies and on TV shows. Yeah, in what
0: way? Like, so it used to be like, so there's a concept of, I guess we would say like the, there's like gay daddies. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So we don't really, I mean, Bear City was like the movie that kind of put it out on the map. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's a whole other rooted culture in bear culture. Oh, well, so definitely. So we are I mean, getting a lecture today. Yes, uh, break w- us down. I was wondering when whether we were going to the go start? there. I guess we are going to go we, there. How do we get there? And I'm just guiding the journey. You're <laughs> From giving us the information. I'm <laughs> guiding the journey.
1: From my experience, um, I, I started hanging out in. I grew up in Jersey, right, right by the PATH train. So my initial, just a little cub. Yeah, just a little cub. I had, right by the PATH. I, train. I had hair on my head parted on the side i used to wear button-down shirts and loafers and all that um i was very preppy in high school and then when i discovered the village that's when i started like i got my caesar cut and i used to wear necklaces mm-hmm. and jewelry and all that mm-hmm. and black t-shirts every day <laughs> and back then the the aids crisis was a full decade in so what year was this how it's old like are 93. you 93 i graduated high school in 93 i'm 43 Okay, 99. 93, 94, 95. I was ninety. The HIV crisis. Well, we didn't call it HIV back then. We called it the AIDS crisis. Mm-hmm. It was in full swing. And we grew up not knowing what it was like to have sex without a condom. It wasn't even, we didn't know what it was.
0: We so, associated it wasn't like, let's just take Truvada and have fun. Well, their, Truvada didn't
1: come out until, what, sure, five years Sure, but, ago. I mean, it was so yeah, very, it like There was no, uh, it was mm-hmm. condoms or you didn't have sex, you know. Because mm-hmm. we were so terrified by it. Um, but I think, or what I've heard or what people have mentioned is in the late eighties, early nineties, there's -hmm. a big uprise in super worked out gay guys, steroid users and bulking up and being super muscular. Mm -hmm. And what people have said and what I've read research is it was a retaliation of people being afraid to be, um, Mm -hmm. thought of as being HIV positive. Because if you're HIV positive, you were very skinny. You were, if, you were, if you had AIDS, you were very skinny and you were emaciated. And you're, sure. You're, you're, there, the, the medicine would do certain things to your body. So to counteract mm-hmm. that, gay men would get super worked out and the muscle, the muscle boy community mm-hmm. grew from that. So all the, you had all these people who were doing steroids and going out dancing and doing drugs and this and that, blah, 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 and hiding the fact or making sure nobody thought that they were positive by having mm-hmm. these big worked out bodies and super muscular and the epitome of masculinity, you know what I mean? To counteract sure. the, the image of gay men having this gay cancer, this whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So once that started to die down, I think. So that
0: was in the 80s.
1: Late 80s, early 90s, into, into the late 90s. Um, Chelsea uh, neighborhood in New York was very um, hip and happening. Sure. That's so where all the dance clubs were. I
0: wish I would have moved here in 1999. When did you move here? Two, eight years ago. Okay. I moved to New York
1: the first time in 1999, but I had been hanging out in the city since 1992,
0: mm-hmm. 1993. I mean, the rents were
1: just so low back oh, then. Oh, so different. Yeah. Um, And there were no Starbucks anywhere. You know what I mean? Starbucks just started. The it was like you walked out your door and
0: somebody might knife you. Yeah. Hell's like Kitchen the, was the a real. terrifying neighborhood. Now
1: it's now all, it's all like the all the kids who want to be on Broadway are living there and going to all the clubs all the there. Gays. What's interesting is, and this is well mm-hmm. known, that I got my start in the West Village. I was hanging out there, but my mm-hmm. first jobs and stuff like that were in in Chelsea. So what happens is the gays move into a neighborhood that's considered a ghetto or considered unappealing. Sure, and we build it up, clean it up. And sure. Then, the, then the, the straights come in and, and take it from us.
0: I mean, I think that we need to get some sort of discount on our rent.
1: Yeah, like you're homosexual. Like prove you're homosexual, and you get fifteen percent off.
0: Like here's the picture of my wiener and the guys. <laughs> here are anus. all my here are all my dick pics on my phone. There
1: are more than eighty of them, so therefore I must be a homosexual.
0: And give me a 20% yeah, twenty percent discount. Yeah, 20 is better and than Chelsea, fifteen. And Chelsea, thank yeah. you.
1: So Chelsea used to be very dangerous. And actually when I was younger, mm-hmm. when I first started coming out, Christopher Street and Seventh Avenue were where you could be whoever you wanted to be. But if you went to Sixth Avenue, you had to watch your back. Like that, Sixth
0: Avenue. Sixth so just a block over just a block away. Like so where the Stonewall train is. is on 7th? Stonewall is on Christopher close to seventh. Yeah, I mean if it's like right there. Yeah, where the duplex is. That's that's seventh avenue but if you went if you went
1: to sixth avenue where the where the e or the trains are west for sure that was a little shady it was dangerous and i was i hung hung out with with a bunch of like super skinny like Mm -hmm. latin boys when i from my hometown that would wear their daisy dukes in their Mm -hmm. boots and i was very clean cut so i was like the bodyguard sure for a while and then I came into my own and I learned the city. And, you know, we, I expanded my horizons and went east and started hanging out in the East Village. And I got a job in New York and kind of like not lost touch with my friends, but they kind of just wanted to stay in one area mm-hmm. where they were comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to just explore everything. So, mm-hmm. but the East Village is where I, I started working at a, a bar called Urge, which doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I started DJing there uh, almost 17 years ago and working the door there. So um, that's how I know everybody that I know. Like I met everybody that way. So like I still know people, I'm like they remember me from hanging out at the door with me and like like similar sure. to what you used to do, you know? Because uh, when I worked the door at Stonewall, you would
0: just hang out. 'Cause I was just a new gay shown up in the city. <laughs> I didn't even know like I didn't know my way. Yeah. I used to get so confused. What's that? It's it was a it's a very it's like the street over from Stonewall. Gay street? I would get so confused oh, Grove and street. I was like, Where's that gay bar? And some girls like in Nelson, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I you know, you don't know your way. And so I think that has been like for me, I felt very like welcome there. Yeah. So you know, like being there, yeah, and just being present. And you're one of like the happy hour that spills over sure. into nighttime. I don't want to pay that full price, girl. <laughs> Let's not talk about how the recent happy hour changed, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> but so the thing is, is that you were living in New York in the '90s. Mm-hmm. There's still, even though we live in New York, there's this whole concept of what 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 was it like you know specifically dealing with like the aids crisis because people we didn't have good treatment back then no
1: no i mean what, what basically it was is that there was still a lot of shady places going on there's still a lot of um like uh seedy places to go to and be
0: and then i think uh, uh, Giul- the Giuliani in in the G- early like julius
1: like Giuliani. yeah well, Julius is the oldest gay bar in the country. I know. And I it's just country, making a right? joke. Uh, but Giuliani kind of uh, put a damper on a lot of the gay scene in New
0: Escapades.
1: York. Escapades. He turned, uh, he turned uh, Times Square into Disneyland. And he h- began the, the closing sure. of, a lot of a lot of gay clubs. And then Bloomberg came in and kind of sealed the coffin. Because he turned... What Bloomberg did is... Well, all, all the clubs were right. all the clubs were uh, were in areas that were non-residential, so you could make noise. There was no zoning laws or whatever, blah blah. blah. Sure. So, what Bloomberg did, beca- because of greed for the city, turned all those areas that were non-residential, that mm-hmm. were commercial, turned them into residential areas. So now you have all these high rises around a nightclub. Those people who are paying an exorbitant amount of rent are going to complain about the noise from the nightclub. So the nightclub is sure, eventually closed. Sure, you because know,
0: straight people move, and no offense, straights, we love you, but yeah. you move. Well, there's into only our so many hoods, places you can put people in the city, and you know? you, we. Uh, it's like the gays go in there, and there may be like this thing, like we go into these areas fearless because we've had to deal with fear our entire exactly. lives and so it's like you know we walk into these areas and we say we're gonna go in and then it's like once it's safe you know
1: once we clean it up yeah.
0: right then it's like let's move into these areas
1: because we know if there's gay bars there's less violence or there's less this sure or whatever yeah but and then they close the gay bars
0: yeah i mean mm-hmm. so the, well the thing is is it's part of it is like the rent gets so high yeah i mean thank god like what would happen if stonewall because the rent is so high in that area yeah so for the folks back home i always do this, I love this. so for the folks back home um there's the West village and the East village, which is the lower part of Manhattan, but not quite the lower part is like the financial district. Yeah. But you see the straits come in and they love to go to big gay ice cream. And everybody's like, ah, that's so cute. <laughs> They right, think,
1: they think because they watch Drag Race and they that love,
0: yeah, and they're like they're hip on the culture. I have my my friend Juan back, you know, he's gay. He's fri- my he cousin's
1: does, friend is gay, yeah,
0: and so, but we they don't want to see gay sex, or maybe they do. I think that they secretly do. It's possible. Like the my favorite show on when on was it? I think it was Showtime. Was the L Word? I didn't watch that that much, but... They're bringing it back. But anywho, like, w- if we look at, like, Will and Grace, you would have, like, Will and Grace. And as long as it wasn't, like, we don't see a penis and an ass, like, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Like, we don't want to... We know that you're gay. They
1: like our clown, clownishness. They, like they us do. The, the ta- like, the, the court jester.
0: Right. And so there's this whole thing because I'm sure of, the court
1: jester back in the day was a big old homo. Sure, you know what I mean.
0: And so we, but so there's this cleaning up of these areas, and so we went a little bit like,
1: yeah, we went, we went wow. But
0: yeah. well, you know, sometimes when you you have to take the road over yeah, to get course. back, and I think there's though a fork it's in really the road. relevant to the culture is that. We're sitting in a city that used to be affordable. It was a place of artists. Mm -hmm. It was a place of, it was a place where people would come and queer people would come. And now we're sitting in a situation where queer people do not, like, it's not affordable. Well,
1: it's not affordable to a a group of queer people, but there are queer people who have made it up in the world where they can afford it. And we because we have that expendable income. Sure, but but now now that now that uh, gay people are adopting, and doing the same thing that that straight people are doing, they don't have that expendable income anymore. So this
0: week I had to call Sally Mae to put my. I was like, or Sally Mae, I my dad used to always say, "You have everyone
1: calls it Sally Mae. You're
0: you're. Your wife's calling for alimony payment. <laughs> right. But Navi yeah, I would call them and say, do I pay for health care? Do I pay for rent? Or do I pay for, do I pay my student loans? And I was like, I have to put these things back for a little bit because it's expensive. And so it's not like, New York used to be a place where people, queer people could come and it was affordable. I mean, but now it's, now you're living with a roommate. In no other place in the country do people, as adults, our ages, have roommates.
1: Is it real? Is that true?
0: I mean, when I lived back in Indianapolis, I lived in a two-thousand-square-foot apartment, and we paid twelve hundred dollars downtown Indianapolis, central air. Like it was downtown. But Indian- your 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 salary was different, no? It was different. Yes. But the thing is, it's like, so that's a whole other thing. But yeah, the gays are adopting now. Like everybody, now it's no longer, I, you know, now it's like, let's get married. Let's have kids. Let's do all this stuff.
1: So that expendable income is not there anymore. Right.
0: But we are keeping our expendable income because we're not having babies yet.
1: And then, and then alongside of the club culture being broken down, internet came about
0: so So let's talk about i want to talk about you as a bear man Uh oh as an identifying a bear man Uh and to talk about i call myself a gorilla bear but it's gorilla 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 spelled um, like g-u-e-r-i-l-l-a like girl
1: no, gorilla like a like gorilla warfare. that's
0: when I send a text message. I send it like today. I send it to one of my friends. Like, girl, and I was like, girl, because she was like, girl, and I was like, girl. No, like gorilla, like like gorilla. So like gorilla warfare.
1: It's one I created, but like a gorilla, the gorilla warfare is like, um, like when you don't have like you're not you don't have sophisticated weapons. It's more like hands on. Grassroots, sure. So I call myself a gorilla bear because I'm a big activist
0: and I'm a bear and I'm. So it's my own little term I coined. know. Let's talk about the gays. I, I messaged the gays against guns. Uh-huh. Do you know somebody there? Yeah, yeah. I actually just. I messaged I've them. I've done work with to, them. I want I just, them to be on the show. Okay. And I was. Well, they have I, their own
1: radio show called G- Gag Gag Radio oh. every,
0: every week too. So there's a group. Maybe could be on there. So what I Maybe would could be, be. On their show. I would be, and I was very like so. Things that heighten me and things that really get my trigger going are kids in cages, <coughs> um, the political climate right now, yeah. and access to like guns. Yeah, and I'm not talking about people who have like like my dad, who they have guns. I'm talking about people who have guns where you there's no need where you pull a trigger and it spits out 50 bullets. Yeah. There's, I think that's what no, we're all talking about. And the There's real, not like deer made out of metal out there that you need to shoot or sure. kill. But we were at that event, the Gays Against Guns, when there was a the recent mass shooting. Oh, that's and right, yeah. Where are the gays? Where? So where are the people that were sitting there seeing out the bar? And I noticed, I think you had posted something about the people, uh, the bar like you were like there's so many people out at the bars but they're not at these Yeah there's a events. lot more people from nightlife that I used to see at these at these
1: rallies and what's interesting is there was so much unfortunately with the gay community these days um something needs to happen to mobilize them and it has to happen recently it's a, it's it's weird like facebook culture and just the culture in general of online mm-hmm. culture if you i don't know if you notice or what kind of friends you have on facebook but every monday some new like thing gets seeped into the into the timeline no like, like Felicity Huffman did this, or so-and-so did this, or...
0: And it's on a Monday? No, I mean... Like, Are we every, in a conspiracy? No, like every couple days,
1: what? a new thing is filtered through. Sure. And it becomes on everyone's timeline, and everyone has an opinion about it. I, and then can literally I share five, six days you? later, no one mentions that thing.
0: Well, because I have two phones. Uh-oh, he's, I a, have, he's a drug dealer. I have my... If you your burner I'm phone? Not, this is not my burner phone. I have my personal phone uh-huh. and then I have my, my bu- um, business well, that makes sense. where patients like contact me and all those yeah. th- things by, I, I will pull up my timeline and there's two different stories flowing out. Yeah.
1: And it's just those for like three, four days. And then everyone forgets about
0: them. Well, and it's the same thing as like these mass shootings that are happening. Like It's
1: like they're on a schedule, right? It's like they're on the, oh,
0: let's do this sort Well, Let's the media, I mean, it's a big thing, and I don't want to get into conspiracy. Well, it's not conspiracy. It's realistic. I mean, it's I think realistic. it is. The media controls what we see. Well, it always
1: has, yeah. But yeah, that's why when it comes to images of people and body positivity and what we're allowed to be comfortable mm-hmm. with, like, for the bears, for the twinks, for bigger girls, or for, you know, models, like, you know, how, like, all these dolls are being created that you know the barbie doll was like a an unreachable sure. unreachable beauty standard mm-hmm. so now they're releasing barbie dolls that are a little wider a little you know fuller and stuff like that like sure people are awakening to uh, awakening to the to the standards that have been forced on us and like you don't see an action hero that looks like me you know what i mean like a little chubby and and hairy and bald an action hero is a big muscular guy or like a mm-hmm. you know or like a like an assassin kind of guy. Like you never, Yeah,
0: nobody it's like, if we look at, if we break it down, right. It's, it's, so there's the whole thing about like a a representation of people that are not skinny and muscular and buff and all those things. So I want to talk about like, being, are you on grinder, scruff, all those? Um, I'm, I'm on scruff, and, and and we're not giving out a name, y'all. So. Yeah, I, I
1: don't understand how grinder
0: works, so, I, so I've tried that. And do you think it, I just it's like confused. you become fetishized to a degree? Um, Is it like,
1: hey, daddy? Well, yeah, people, people assume that I'm gonna if if I were to go to bed with them that I would do this 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 and this but that's automatically not, like the but that's And I'm not usually right. not... I don't want to do any of that like like people assume because I'm a, am a you know well, I, I, think I look a little when stoic we... I look a little like mean when I'm not smiling I'm bald. I'm bearded. I'm a little heavier. I'm wider. And
0: I love when you post the pictures of you, like in, like just being like you're, like I'm here. Yeah. Well, it's like nobody's perfect. You know, nobody's perfect. I ain't
1: going anywhere. Even, even like the people who are body beautiful to with standards, they're insecure too.
0: I got, I got shamed. Why? By uh, one of my first posts, I posted a video. And my phone was down, like, and you could see my stomach. And I had gained, like, a little bit of weight because I was just, like, going through. And this guy says on my video, he says, it's one of my first posts. And he had said, um, do you, like, when's the last time you worked out? Oh my God. And I was like, are you body shaming like this me? afternoon jerk? yeah, like you don't know, so whatever to him, but I think there's this whole thing so what what is like as kind of a bear mm-hmm. like what would be so there's this whole idea about fisting and like' well, I don't people... know if that's a bear thing <laughs> well, but I mean, so the thing is like when we look at like pride, yeah, right so there's all the like wackadoodles that come out during like up on the show but i love that you say wackadoodles i've been saying wackadoodles for some reason i mean you get the the people that are not like it's like people that are just so to the extreme and they're probably not they're just there to for it's like somebody held them in the closet for a year and they got one day to come out and they need to get it all out which is
1: cool well the thing is my first couple pride
0: periods in the 90s were you that wackadoodle? No, we're filled with those people. Uh, you know more what? I'm going to apologize person. because wackadoodle. I love should, the word wackadoodle. We're though. not going to use. I'm not going to use. And I want to apologize to my listeners because it is. Nor, and there's no normal here. And you I. What you want to say is people on the fringe. People. No, people that come out like very. Woo! Like it's. It's just too much what, what what, what, are,
1: what are they? What are they doing? Are they wearing crazy outfits Or are they wearing Not, like crazy not enough, outfits, not enough but clothing or? You
0: could tell that they came out Just for Pride or But there's so many people You don't people. think they normally
1: do that? They just do it on Pride? Yeah,
0: Day? it's just like We have an opportunity But good for them Well, I mean <laughs> But I think I there's mean, there is a lot more There's a lot more room about, for, for,
1: for different types of people nowadays Mm-hmm because you know, as the gays started getting accepted, then you have, you know, transgender people are starting to. They're the, on the next. They're next on the list to be accepted in mainstream society, at least American mainstream society. Because transgender people have been around for since the beginning of time. Sure,
0: which is a whole other. And we don't want you to go into
1: the patriarchy and the and the sure. Bible and all that kind of stuff, but we
0: can bring you back for a second. Or yeah, no, I mean, I, w- I was in
1: I was in, in India in the be- in January of this year, and there's a whole. They're called the. Uh, uh, Jahira, 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 Jahira. I, I, I might be saying I, that wrong. I do not know. Educate they're me. They're an entire subculture of India. Mm-hmm. They're not shamed. They're not hated. They're not attacked. They just live in India. They don't really want to blend into society. They're transgender. Transgender. Um, women. Like Hedras.
0: Hedra, I'm sorry. Why don't I say j- uh, Jaira? Girl, the Hedras he up in when we were, uh, my girl came out, girl. Like <laughs> when I was in college, we were like studying Hedras. Yeah. But,
1: they don't want to blend into society. They're not forced to. No. Where well, I think the opposite is happening in America where uh, our version of Hedras, they're not, they kind of want to just blend in. Sure. They don't want to be just separate. They want to be
0: part of society.
1: Sure. So that's where it's a difference, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So what, like, there's this whole thing about, like, there's this perception of, like, leather and, like, um, fisting okay. and... And okay, that's 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 shower. not that's not bare community. See, uh, listeners, see what just happened here when I we got to Scat, like the
1: word it's, scat, it's not okay like that kind of scat.
0: I mean the th- yeah, it's like so for those back home, scat is uh, feces play. Poop, play, poop play, right? Poop play, right? <laughs> But, so the thing is is just because you are a bear does not mean that you want to be you might be into leather you might be into you might be into uh into uh rainbow bright you know? rainbow bright, but it does not mean that you were into scat to blow oh, that's more of a
1: of a like a s and BDSM. sure
0: but uh, people equate area. these things they equate the Scat with bears and Do they really? I guess I, think there's a I guess because I'm in I'm out in the there. community, I don't I know what the
1: differences are. Sure. And, and, and also it does sound like we're saying that those fetishes are negative and I don't want to say that Sure. Either. And I don't either Yeah, I don't either. Like I felt and like I was giving a negative well, did,
0: did we just fell? Do we need to offer an apology to our <laughs> I audience?
1: Think, I wanna apologize for uh, making it seem that scat is a, a negative thing. It is just. I a think more, this it's is a more the most important
0: thing. thing because I will do that when I'm in session with my patients. Um, I will say, I'll say something like, "You should," or like, "What?" Like that sounds pretty normal, and I will take it and I will change it, and they'll say, "I'm sorry, we do not use words like normal yeah, or should." Yeah, That's tough. why I was like about wackadoodle. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not using it.
1: Yeah, no, see, when you said wackadoodle, because I'm not thinking negatively. I mean, about I love them. them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not thinking negatively about them. I'm, I'm saying a wackadoodle is someone who kind of like just goes all out and has a good time. Like somebody who's a little extra. Yeah, I'm not saying there's any, they're doing anything sure. wrong. No, but we not. When another person we hears wackadoodle, the they might be. We love all the people that yeah. are a little
0: extra to Yeah, it's a die. rainbow. It's a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: But I, I think that uh, those like extremes were part of what... Pushed our rights in the very beginning like the extreme of those are the people who fought not scat people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying what people most people would consider freaks like Mm -hmm. the guys in leather whipping each other. The the drag queens with crazy outfits on. They were the four four forerunners or the Mm -hmm. forefathers and mothers the four the four people. Mm-hmm. Of the movement of the liberation, because sure. you're not going to make much difference if you have a bunch of white guys in polo shirts and khaki pants, uh, raising, I mean, raising, raising their that's, fists.
0: That's what it is. It's white guys in polo shirts and khaki pants speaking for an entire. I mean, if we look at like, I'm not just going to vote for Pete Buttigieg, yeah, because he's like the gay mayor. Okay, we got two identifications, we got. Indiana, yeah, and we got, you know, it's like I'll hire somebody from IU, but I'm not gonna vote for you for president. Yeah, yeah, like just I think there's this thing like Pete Buttigieg thinks, I mean, this is just my kind of thing. Like I've got the gay vote, and yeah, and he doesn't actually. He needs to like step out of South Bend.
1: He also needs, he doesn't, the gay vote ain't going to get him into the White House either. No,
0: but the gays do mobilize with money. I mean, the thing is, is that we are, (coughs) this is the thing. If you want to see change, get some gays. We will, we will, like. We love change. We will do your bake sales. We will make it pretty. And we will, we will, I mean, that's what we do. We, we go into things we're we're just used to fighting fighting is in our blood well and we have to we're going to do it with our name stamped on it because right yeah so let's so when you're getting contacted on scruff so Mm -hmm. scruff for the folks back home right originally started as
1: more of a bear one right a bear app isn't there a bear app well there's bear 411 and there's like growler Growler, yeah, mm. um, growler. growler.
0: growler. growler. But what I,
1: I find is, I, I the, I, I'm I'm I don't not like bears, but my taste in men is a lot broader than just the bear. So, community. what do you?
0: Let's say your attraction. What are you attracted to? I either like
1: people that look similar to me or completely different than me. Okay, so you like somebody who's... I either like a a fellow bald bearded guy who's good looking or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like relatively good looking and, you know, he's a little chunky or whatever, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Personality is more important, you know, usually comes along with that. Or I like someone who's like completely hairless and Mm -hmm. mostly Latin. I'm very into Latin and dark, like from... I like Italian and darker. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not really into white guys. I know that sounds weird. A little racist. A little racist, but I don't really... I'm not as aesthetically attracted to people who are lighter skinned than me.
0: Sure. But
1: cuz what comes with the the lighter skin is oops sorry is uh the features. Like I I prefer like I mean I'm half Polish, so I obviously like my Polish brothers and my the German Polish that kind of area, but I'm more into cuz I grew up with Italians everywhere.
0: Mm. So I
1: am obviously attracted to like Italian guys. You know, what I mean I'm Ital- I'm attracted mm-hmm. to that like tough guy machismo thing.
0: There's something nice about being thrown on a bed by a. Well, if you can
1: throw me on a bed,
0: you're pretty strong. Okay, that's what's happening, folks. So <laughs> if you want to reach out to him up on Instagram, you want to throw him up on a bed. You're he gonna will throw me on be the bed. Flip me upside down. Okay. All that good stuff. So what? There's like this, but there's this thing about like you'll see, and I see with my patients is about like things about domination. Mm-hmm. People like to be dominated. Um, so would you think like that, like you, so would you say as a bear, you like to take on more like being like dominated? I tend to either,
1: I tend to be, I'm very, uh, what is the word? Complimentary, I guess. Like versatile. Um, yeah, well, versatility is obviously the key, but uh, it's more like if I meet somebody and I see that they're more dominant, then I'll kind of like wiggle my way into what they what will work with them because I can I can maneuver mm-hmm. myself but, but if
0: somebody comes up to you on and I hate this I you know the thing is and I'm like whatever floats your boat yeah. you're doing but I think these apps really take us out of being present oh of course because you'll get just like they want it right now and they don't if you
1: if you can't do it right now I've been blocked from people like so. There was like because this, I was at work,
0: and I said, "Sorry, I'm at work. Can we, can we chat later?" Boom, I'm blocked. Like so, there was this like little I'm useless because I can't sex with them right that moment. There was this little gay bar in Kokomo, where I grew up. In where Kokomo, Indiana. Kokomo, mm-hmm. like Aruba, Jamaica. Yes, Indiana. don't do the song. Why does everybody do that? So no, no we're not doing the song. The but the thing is, is that. Um, <laughs> There was this bartender, we had this bar, it was called Blue, but it was something before that, and it was this guy who was the DJ, and I was so crushing on this guy, and I went up to him, and we don't have that anymore. And I got rejected. I got sent back. You don't have what anymore? We don't have people that come up to people anymore. They just kind of, it's. Oh,
1: uh, can I tell you a funny story about uh that?
0: I love a story. I was DJing at Rebar, which is
1: in Chelsea. And it was a bear party. What street? What street? 19th Street between, uh, I think, 7th and 8th. It used to be called G Bar, G Lounge. But they changed it to Rebar. They rebranded it. I was. I checked. I looked on my Scruff just to see who was in the bar or who was nearby, mm-hmm. and there was this uh, cute guy. Gym bar, not gym bar. It's uh, it used to be called G bar, G Lounge. Oh, now, okay. Now it's Rebar. Not too far from. G, so you get not head too up far from on the bar.
0: guy on the Scruff,
1: and I like. There's something called a woof for the for the listeners out there. Where if you a like wolf. somebody, you don't say hello. You hit this bear paw. <laughs>
0: And it it's, so thing, like, it's so ridiculous! It's so ridiculous. And your like phone, it it's like, so pops like, up and it's like. It's so wolves. like Trapper Keeper and
1: Frank like, but bear version. It's like you hit this little bear paw, and that person finds out that you woofed at them, even though bears don't woof, dogs woof. But what listen, do bears do? Rawr, I, don't, rawr. I don't know what do bears do. I've Rawl. never, I've never like, hung, I've never hung out with a like an actual bear to find out what noise they make. But we woof at each other, and that means that you know. But I'll like I'll walk past somebody
0: that is hot. I used to sleep with this guy in college and he would wuff. Oh, see that. I don't, I wouldn't, I would do it. I only do it. Just the sidetrack. He was, I only do it comedically or like, no, this guy, but if I
1: walk past somebody like your mailman, like I walked past him and and I was like, I was like, woof, you know, like you do it under your breath. You're like, damn, it's almost like a damn. Damn. I'm like, damn. I wish I was your lover. Yeah, there you go. it'd be Hawkins. Um, very nice. You know, she's a
0: native and she performs. She lives on Christopher Street, I heard. She does? I think so. I but back to the story real quick. You know, I just want to send a shout out. I sent a shout out to AOC. And I said, Girl. Oh, I was like, AOC. Do you want to be up on my show? I know that you get a lot of different. So if you're listening, <laughs> <to> AOC. you <laughs> know, I got, I got so mad because I thought people
1: were. I didn't know that she called herself AOC. So I, po- <laughs> I posted this real like angry thing up and you people are so lazy. Why are you calling her AOC? Like her name is blah 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 blah. And they're like, uh look at her Twitter account. It's at @AOC. AOC. I was like, oh. I so I thought I wanted people to and acknowledge this. We that she are was a waiting woman.
0: for the phone call, so if her secretary is listening to this, please tune in. Even though she may not respond, she may be listening. She may be listening, yeah. And I would love to talk to her about like what is that experience <laughs> okay so anyway so, so you're it. up me, at the bar i'm at, I'm at every you're bar at rebar. I'm, I'm, I'm djing and i click on my my scruff
1: and, and there's an guy, attractive guy He gives a woo, that woo, woo, woo. We woof at each other. and i look and it says that he's 20 this, these things work on gps so you can find out how far away
0: somebody yes. is so for the folks back home that now use tender oh okay because some people don't know so grinder and and scruff and those things put on the map of um those things put on the map of like like they let you know how far away yeah someone is now we have it's like bumble and all these things but anywho go on so he he was like 24 feet away so i go oh my god you're so close
1: are you at rebar he's like yeah i'm like well i'm the dj and he goes, okay. And he's the one who whiffed at me first. He goes, all right. I go, you know, come over and say hello. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay. Um, when I have to go to the bathroom, I'll come over and say hello. Literally 15 feet away from me. Took him 40 minutes to come over and say hello to me. And it was, thank God, because it was the driest conversation I've ever had. I was like, I needed a like, I needed like a gallon of water after talking to him because I was just so like sucked of energy. But I'm literally in the mm-hmm. same bar as him, mm-hmm. and I can't go over and say hello to him because I don't know exactly where he is. Like, it doesn't it doesn't give you like a sure. directions to the person. But it took him like thirty five forty minutes to actually come over and say, "Hey, I'm so and so from Scruff." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh, now you come over?" I'm like, "I've been like." It was very weird, like. Well, you're, on this, you're, not, you're on this you're on this app looking for somebody, you think someone's attractive and then it takes you 40 minutes to actually walk over and say hey. Sure. I was like, "Man, like no wonder why you're on these apps, you know.
0: Well, it's a whole other story, folks. I just want—I know we are running, but I just want to talk about our love for Tori Amos. Oh, okay, definitely. Okay, we're going a little bit long. We are, you know, we we're going to go a little bit long, and I don't That's care. Okay. I love Tori. I
1: know she was one of the she was one of the first um, alternative sure. like stars for me to really dive into. What was your first album? Oh, the first one. Well, uh, uh, Little Earthquakes.
0: Yeah, somebody gave that to me in high high school. Like, my big break was um, light Sneeze. Oh, really? Boys for Pele. Yeah. See, I
1: bought -hmm. bought Little Earthquakes on a school trip to a college when we were looking at colleges junior year Mm -hmm. in high school you're a little younger than me, I guess, right? I'm mm-hmm. 43. So we were at some co- kind was Princeton or something because I grew mm-hmm. up in New Jersey. We were at another college because we would go on trips to go check out sure. colleges to see which ones we want to apply to. Mm-hmm. And they had a table selling music. And, and I it, see- was Tori I- Amos. it was Tori Amos. And was
0: that your first experience?
1: That was my first Tori Amos album, yes. Yeah, and somebody, d- had you
0: heard of her before? Somebody
1: recommended her, I think, and said that she's really good. Her and um, Sarah McLaughlin or
0: like her, Tori uh, Amos could tear Sarah McLaughlin up. Oh, certainly. Girl, you better get. But Sarah McLaughlin has ch- changed my life as well. Sure, um, and we love
1: her. Yeah, and Paula Cole. And, Paula Cole. And yeah, Paula Cole, Tori, and Sarah are did my go three. Did you ever go to the Lola Fair? Y- I think so. What kind of lesbian are you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did, yeah. Did you ever go to the WoMad Festival in Suck, Suck, Upstate New York? No. Well, I got to witness Sinead O'Connor singing Kate Bush's part in the Peter Gabriel song, Don't Give Up. And then the following year, I got to witness Paula Cole doing the Kate
0: Bush part okay. in Peter Gabriel's Don't Give Up. It was a, so it was a, we, it was called
1: The World of Music, Art, and Dance. Can we
0: make a, like, th- so I'm going to tell you a story right now. So I'm sitting at uh, dinner in the West West Village, and all of a sudden I see this thing that says Tori Amos, like, cabaret show at Stonewall.
1: Oh, burlesque.
0: And I went and literally, I mean, I drank a lot of drinks that night, but I felt, like, so, like, I was with my homos. We were, like, Mm -hmm. doing it. Like, when I don't hear, like, an Ariana, when it's, like, Ariana Grande is not going to make me sing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, Madonna is not going to make me sing. I'm leaving. Whatever. He might unfriend you. <laughs> but um, Tori Amos makes me sing. She's always something, regardless of a year, when you're going through it. You can always go back to oh, God, an yeah. album. And I was listening to it when you need to fill something. But there are times think, um, when I'm like, girlfriend, I need to put you. So let's make a commitment together. Can uh, we make a commitment when Tori Amos comes back to New York? You and I are going. That would be beautiful. I'm not taking my partner. I would love that because he does not. Yeah, just let me know. That. Let
1: me know in advance. We'll get the tickets. We'll figure out the we'll day get we go. The ti- I will buy because I haven't ticket. seen her. I haven't seen her in. So god. I haven't seen her in like mm-hmm. ten years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember the last last concert. But the cool thing is, just to throw this in there, if you. Listen to the Hey Jupiter single. I think I told you this story already. I've heard it. Yeah. She, uh, on the Hey Jupiter CD Maxi single, back when Maxi singles were a thing, mm-hmm. she has a live recording of Summer Over the Rainbow from, from her performance at M- Madison Square Garden. And you can hear me in the audience yelling, Toto.
0: Oh, my God. I'm on a live recording in Indianapolis. Really? Yeah. You
1: hear me go, Myra Ellen. Yes. That's her real name. I'm going to listen go, to it again. Toto.
0: We will talk about that on yeah. another, like, on the, on the, so the I'm next having another episode, which is going to feature our love for Tori Amos okay. and why as a gay man, why as like queer gay people. Well, I
1: feel like bears mm-hmm. and queer, queers and bears have better taste mm-hmm. in music because I think any, any queer person who is kind of on the outskirts of even its own queer community sure. tends to have better taste in everything.
0: I think here's the thing. The reason that I did not connect with Madonna the way that every other person has is because I wasn't allowed to listen to music when I was, like, I wasn't allowed oh. to. I was allowed to listen to Annie Lennox, Stephen Winwood, and Neil Young. You were? Because m- I grew up in, like, a very, like, Christian home. So you
1: couldn't listen to Annie Lennox?
0: Oh, no. My parents, like... They as i said god came in and gave me my gay voice through annie linux okay. like he was like kid yeah we need to have something for you to cling on to because yeah it's not happening right now yeah but that was like my thing well and that's I interesting think
1: because annie linux was such a a gender gender fuck sure. like you know she wasn't you shouldn't say like, a fucker yeah a she was a fucker she wasn't like, mm. she was gorgeous, but she was,
0: Annie Lennox, she was imp- intimidating. If you were out there, we love you. Oh, we would love to have a conversation with you. Oh, my God. Come on, talk. We would love Dick. a new album from her, too. I've, she doesn't, I she's going to put out one when it's, you know what? When I do covers of songs, I do them based on women that I love who have performed them. Oh, nice. So like she so must have loved strange little girls then. What? Tory oh strange yeah. Strange little girls. So like, um, when I did uh, "Many Rivers to Cross," when I play that live, uh-huh. Annie Lennox, but that's an Annie Lennox cover.
1: Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you.
0: So when I play like a Nirvana cover live, you not do that a Tory version. Famous, I do the Tory version. Oh, nice. So anyhow, um, this has been a wonderful a episode. There's a bear in my living room. <laughs> that is, uh, I even knew the title of this before. So if you'd like to connect with um, Chauncey, um, you can listen to him every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern EST. Eastern Central Time. That is New York Time um, at bboxradio.com or you can go to his personal house mix page at uh, www.mixcloud.com forward slash DJ Chauncey DJ d or instagram at dj chauncey yeah just connect just type in dj chauncey you'll find everything that i do uh yeah it's uh at dj chauncey c h a u c e y d for dick
1: dick yes
0: talk sex with dick anyways um, you know, I went a little bit over my time, but when I love my guests and Aww. they are, this was fun. I, I, you know what, I love just about you. Like even though we love, we love Tori Amos, and even though I will be on the two a two p.m. matinee at the Folsom Leather, I will wear a harness. We'll work on that.
1: I don't do the curating, but I'll. I'll I'll we just
0: in. so i will be there Night. we're just spotting my name we'll like maybe do a live performance but anywho no this is good I, it's been an absolute pleasure i respect you and as, likewise and i love doing the the show and um the freak out so when when does that happen uh, the next one is uh next wednesday but when i get the october date I'll let you know and you can do a number Until there. We're Wednesdays. Maybe I will cut some... Well, people. sometimes it's a Wednesday, sometimes it's a Tuesday. Yeah, It depends on what's available. So. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just figure know. it out. <coughs> so, um, yeah, thank you. You've been listening to Talk Sex with Dick. Um, if you are in the New York City area or have a burning question, thank you for all the questions. They have been really like interesting questions Chauncey like I get some like people you know send me messages that's awesome and I answered those questions so if you um if you would like to send me a message on um on Instagram on the old Instagram you can at at lake L-A-I-K-E rising therapy again that's at lake rising therapy on Instagram or um, you can send me a message at my email at Richard. Mills at lake rising therapy and uh, again you've been listening to talk sex with dick and my name is dr richard mills and until next time please make sure you're taking care of yourself and the people that you love and uh i look forward to uh next time when i will be answering a uh, some more questions so um and I'm looking forward to answering those on the next episode. All right, well, you have a good one, and I will talk to you later. Until next time, bye.